Hey, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of the California Penal League podcast. This is Steve dropping in once again before the episode to tell you that we recorded this long before recent developments involving free agency signings and trades of a certain Francisco Lindor and Carlos Carrasco. So any jokes you hear on that or references to it is uh, because none of it happened yet when we recorded. So, uh, you know, hey, just something to keep in mind. All right, let's do this. Yes, sir. We wear caps and sleeves at this level, son. Understood? Hey there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the California Penal League podcast. Uh, I am Steve. With me, as always, through episode five is Chris and Anthony Fabiano, also known as Fabs. What's going on, guys? How much? How about you guys? Feeling hot and heavy right now. I'm excited to be here. No, no, you're not. Oh, yeah. That is that was so fake. I'm excited for today's topic. <laughs> it's yeah, that it's came like off so months that of, came off so forced. <laughs> uh you know, it's it's like this topic is gonna be like 18 months of speculation, but it's fun to to see maybe one of us. This is actually right. pretty fun because it sure beats us forcing ourselves to talk about non-existent Indians news. So this is actually really fun because it's something totally different than like the typical off season of like, wow, nothing's happening. <laughs> so, um, great, great job by the Dolans. Hey, we're not total, we're not <laughs> As total usual. Dolan bashers. On no, this, no, uh, I'm just, they're giving, Cleveland they're giving podcast, us content but... <laughs> to talk about. That's all I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> oh yes, yes, yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Paul Dolan's a surprise guest, and we're going to roast him, and he doesn't know it yet, but he'll be on in about 15 minutes, <laughs> so, and then he'll be gone 30 seconds into it. So the gist of today's episode uh, is going to be primarily about a little bit of a fun, uh, our fun predictions for what the new team name is going to be for Cleveland, because if you are a uh, current uh, Indians fan, then you know full well that they are not going to be the Indians after 2021. So it might be fun to uh, throw out some names. There are already, you know, billions of them thrown out there on the internet. So uh, some are god-awful, others are very nice. So we'll talk about that. But what I first want to talk about is the fact that things are getting real hot and heavy on the hot stove. You're going to, if you put your hand on that stove right now, it's going to burn. So it is... Sizzle, sizzle, sizzle. baby. It is... It's not, and it's not free agency stuff. The, the trade mill is churning, baby. Because in the last... As we no. Were, not for the Indians. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Allow me to, not, not for our team <laughs> at all. Allow me to... Uh, really, it only involves the San Diego Padres, <laughs> if we're going to be completely honest. Which apparently 98% of trades now funnel through San Diego. So uh, the baseball universe uh, in the last like week... Just to throw it out there, some huge moves. Uh, one actually doesn't involve the Padres. Um, Pittsburgh traded Josh Bell to the Nationals, um, which I would argue was something of a shocker at the moment. You knew he was probably going to be gone, yeah. but that was kind of a shocking move. Second one is my 1A team, the Rays. They traded former Cy Young winner Blake Snell, of course, to the Padres. And... My 1A team. Chris's 1A team. Fabs, what's your 1A team? The Dodgers. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. You live out yeah, there. I've, You're allowed. I've fair. gone. Yeah. Fair, I live out fair. here. I, I, I love their stadium. I've gone to so many games. Um, so yeah. Then like the Reds right below them. Cause my mom's a Reds fan, but I, I, I don't follow the Reds very often, but I, I'm happy if they do well. Cause you just tell your mom you that know, they they've suck. been bad for so long. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I on the reg, I do. I'm like, hey, mom, love you. Your team blows. <laughs> uh, all right, good. The Fab's household is uh, very split during the Ohio Cup. Oh, we might dude, add. That's, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It's dark yes. at that time. <laughs> Fab's doesn't talk to all any of his extended family anymore because of it. It got it got nasty. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yep. And then the, which literally right before we started recording this episode, Chris broke this news to us that the Padres once again are involved in a trade. They seem to be landing you Darvish from the Cubs. So the Cubs or the Padres rotation as of right now, or I would say maybe in 2022 is going to make your head spin because it's going to be you Darvish, Blake Snell, potentially Mike Clevenger if he's back, Mackenzie Gore. Chris Paddock. It's just like assuming these guys are healthy and yeah, not too old. You Darvish is 34. Um, so he's getting a little up there, but it's, and you know, it's they're making they also, got, baby. they also got that lament kid. Oh, uh, yes. Well, how do you pronounce his first name? Denelson? 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 Denelson. Yeah. Denelson. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah they're, I'm really be, butchering that. I feel good bad, this but. year. <laughs> well, he was good last year. He just got we hurt. We did right? not do enough research on that. He was hurt Denelson. last year towards the end of yeah. the season. Well, you know yeah. what's he crazy? And, uh, the Indians rota- went down back to back. Their Indians rotation is still better. <laughs> that's what's crazy. Yeah, I mean, okay, that's an interesting. That's an interesting uh, question. Would be in twenty. It may be something obviously to come back to, but would you take what the potential twenty twenty two Indians rotation is versus what the Padres absolutely? Yeah, yes, because Snell is two years older. Bieber's still very young. Darvish is thirty six. At 36 that point. at that point, probably 36. Yeah, not, yeah, not ease gas. Clevenger has had multiple so many injuries with yeah, the injury right. with the Indians coming off of Tommy John surgery. So, yeah, I absolutely take the Indians' young dudes. Yeah, dude, that's um, I mean, it's true. Like the Padres are making the moves for right now, but they their window of pitching with start their starting pitching actually is pretty, still pretty. They it's have some young guys, limited. but it's yeah, it's like a three year, it's honestly a three year window. It's funny that you guys bring that up today. Anthony Castrovince from Major League Base, uh, from MLB.com posted this on Twitter. Would you rather have, and this this should probably be a whole show topic, but would you rather have twenty years of being a good team with <laughs> eh, chances at the World Series, or a three to four year window of let's go, baby? Yeah. And uh, my reply to him was, well, it sounds like you're talking about the two teams that I root for in the Indians and Padres. So I'm going to go with option C, Both. the Pirates. <laughs> I, I don't want you want to, I don't even want to pretend like we have a chance. I don't, you know, right. I don't even want, I don't want to like, give me my 69 yeah. win team in Pittsburgh yeah, that I know the, isn't going to contend well, you're, for that's anything. essentially talking about the, uh, the nineties Indians versus, you know, the two thousands Indians. Right. I mean, yeah, in some ways, the yeah. thing is, I would still probably take if since we're talking about baseball play, the baseball playoffs. If I would rather have a team that is, you know, the 20 years with like middle of the road chances, because yeah. if you get in, you have just as good a shot as any other team in baseball, because you really it's not like. The NBA, where you know you you just like an eight seed, and yeah. it's like, oh, I can't wait to get my ass kicked. It's <laughs> you baseball yeah. to its credit is going to go away, but they've 
their postseason is a pretty exclusive club. And like, you don't get in by being like marginal. It's pretty hard. I mean, um, you look at the Indians in 97, even they were an 80 some win team. Eight. Yeah. 89. Yeah. Win I team. mean, yeah. Something they like didn't that. Have yeah. 90 wins and they went to the world series. It's like, it happens. Not that. Yeah. I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility. And St. Louis Cardinals, like every year too, get the 80, <laughs> yeah. 89 wins. And they're always a tough out. I mean, they're they're always there. And they're always a tough now, out. They always get to NLCS. The problem with the three to four year window that Castro is throwing out there is that usually that means like literally almost seven to 10 years of pure hell. Like it's you, unless you're like nailing a bunch of picks, you're in some real rough waters for a long time. And the Padres have nailed those picks, but those picks have been used to get some of these guys too. Right. And I mean, that's not a bad thing either, though, because we keep talking about it here is like, I mean, prospects are just prospects, man. Look how many. Yeah. And look how many guys they've sent here. And, you know, we like them on paper, but. Yeah. I mean, Franville's been the best. All panned out just yet. Yeah. Franville's been, I would argue, pretty damn good for us. Like, he's exactly what the Indians needed. Naylor's going to be interesting. Naylor had a great off or postseason. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I liked what I saw in those couple games. It'll be interesting to see. What he does with a with a full season and, and an actual roster spot, but yeah, no, I mean, the, the, hey, I give the Padres credit because it's like why mess around, dude? Like you've got the talent, and the time is now. Like just freaking do it. Like yeah. why not? Who cares? I just want to go on record if the Indians and Padres do somehow have a collision course for the 2022-2023 World Series. I think we all should go to a game in San Diego. Uh, I'm going to put oh, my absolutely. wife on alert uh, uh, when I wake up tomorrow morning. And um, how far out can you book no. plane tickets? Should we book them now? I don't think that yeah, far. I don't think that far yet. Three years from now, <laughs> October of 2023. I mean, if we could, yeah. I would. Um, I'm not sure. I haven't checked. Yet. All right, we'll look into that. I'll be due for another trip out there. That would be nice. So. The uh, the deal with Darvish, uh, is, the details are still still kind of being thrown out there. There's some prospects being thrown around. It's like a seven seven player deal. Josh Bell, the deal with the Nationals. They got a couple pitching prospects back from the Nationals. The Pirates did. And what is going to be of note to Indians fans is that in the Blake Snell deal, old friend Francisco Mejia was thrown in. Yeah. Who, by the way, is only still 25 years old. Was and if any team can turn around a guy, it's going to be the Rays. He has gone to the Rays along with like a top top pitching prospect that the Padres had, um, who throws uh, yeah. was it Luis Patino throws like ninety seven mm-hmm. miles an hour, um, and he's just a flamethrower. And I think he's got like a pretty good slider, so something like that. So anyway, the Rays are just doing Rays things where they trade for two pitching prospects and they bring on like a twenty five year old reclamation project and Mejia who I don't know where he's going to play. He His big thing has been that he only wants to play catcher, and maybe the Rays are going to be like, this is your last chance, dude. Time to play the outfield or somewhere else, and uh, we'll see what happens. But I do love that the Rays are reclaiming the trash heap of of guys who were branded not Tito guys and were shipped out of Cleveland, yep. <laughs> and they've been collecting them ever <laughs> since between Jesus Aguilar, Yandy Diaz, and now Mejia. So and I'm he'll excited. probably have a great, great year next year. Oh, dude, he's hitting 30 homers. I guarantee you. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he, I would put it, put it down that he's hitting 25 to 30 homers, not 
a question. He's on the opening I hope day roster, I hope you're wrong. and it's happening. <laughs> so um, remember, this was like this is also like the third time that man's been traded. Well, and we always talk about that. Is the one deal didn't happen uh, with Milwaukee? <laughs> That's true. That's and, true. Yeah, I mean. You know, that was uh, our old friend, Andy Marte, RIP, unfortunately. Um, he, uh, that was another guy who was, you know, was a top prospect, shipped around to like three teams. And then suddenly you start to think like, okay, what's wrong with this guy? Because if you're, you know, as talented as you should be, most teams aren't going to ship you off and they're going to find a spot for you. It sounds like, and Chris, you might remember some of this better. When he was here, I I thought the big thing was they were like trying to get him to play another position other than catcher. So exactly. So there's a couple of things with with Mejia that I've heard uh, through different channels. One being that he wouldn't he wasn't open to moving to a different position because of his defensive liabilities at catcher, and. When they tried to trade him to Milwaukee, too, everybody was up in arms because that was during the midst of his like 54 game hitting streak. Right. And outside of that, he had never done anything of note. He was a kind of middling prospect. And then he, the other thing I've heard, too, is that without, you know, or besides not just changing positions, he's just kind of a, a head case in the locker room. Um, doesn't necessarily, uh, fit in with some of the other guys. So, hey, you yeah. know, Tampa, ha- like you said, Tampa has a way of kind of fixing those guys. You either get on board with their program or you don't. And uh, this might be kind of his last hurrah. I mean, yeah, it's like, For sure. this is your last chance, man. Like, you're not going to go somewhere else and, and get what you want. You're 25 years old and it's like your third te- major league team. And Really, for the Rays, they were get it's the pitching prospects that they were getting in return. You know, uh, Blake Snell's making like thirty nine million over the next three years, guaranteed. So the Rays were just not willing to pay that, and they've got tons of freaking pitching, like they always do. So it's it's, a, it's, it's on paper, it's a good trade for. Both they teams. also lost Charlie Morton this year too, yeah. so it'll be interesting to see how they rebound. They do have some concerns at pitching because a lot of their talent other than like glass now is hurt. So McKay was hurt. Uh, they have a few other guys that are, uh, you know, I don't know if Ryan Yarborough is, was hurt, but you know, I don't know if he, they were hoping for him to be like a number two guy, but they'll piece it together. I mean, they always do. So, I mean, do you think they should have held on to him for another season? No. Um, I, I think the Rays do it better than anyone on capitalizing on the value of a player. I think because we're seeing, we're seeing it with Lindor is the return for Lindor is not going to be what it was because a team only has one year of control left. Right. The Padres were willing to part with their top pitching prospect because they get Snell for like three years. And that, you know, I mean, when team it's like, yeah, I could have any wish fulfillment fantasy trade scenario that I want, but like at the end of the day, the other team has to be willing to deal with you and it has to make sense on for to them, you know, like mentally the other team has to be like, "Oh yeah, right. This makes sense for us." They can't just be like, "Oh, okay, whatever you want." So, you know, 
Wait, this isn't like the show? <laughs> yeah, right. This isn't like Twitter trades. <laughs> like, isn't there the people that tweet at the Indians? Like, what's going on? I'm going to have to step away, guys, and reevaluate a lot of things. I'm sorry. Okay. Hold on. That's fair. I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm curious. I'm very, very curious as to what the Rays lineup will look like next year when you've got, like, an a Rosarena and, like, a Mejia floating, floating around in that lineup with some of the other, like, with a Brandon Lau. Um Mike Zunino was uh, re-signed, so I don't know what the hell position he's playing. But then you got Yandy Diaz leading off. Like, I don't know, man. There's still a fun, a very fun lineup. And then they've, they've retooled for the future. And like, not to mention Wander Franco, there are like rumors and whispers that he could even potentially come up in 2021. So like, okay. literally the best hitter in the minor leagues by a mile is on tap for maybe 2021, maybe 2022. All right. See, they're going to be and interesting that would, that for would, a full season. What would be interesting for a full season? To see how they, they play and react in a full season. The race? Like 162 yeah. games. Yeah. Because, I mean, they won the division last year. Uh, but, the I mean, they started to fade toward the end of the, the regular season. Obviously, they had a great postseason. Well, um, they made the playoffs the year before as well. They did. Yeah, it would just be interesting to see if they could go in if they're competing for the wild card or the division with, with how good the Yankees just well, the Yankees continue need some to pitching. be. And the Yankees They do need some pitching, not... but when they, they score seven runs a game, you know, Great. like, and I they mean, seem yeah. to have, like, endless guys who can right. hit the ball. Everybody hits 25 home runs. stadium. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> I know. When fucking, like, Luke Voigt just wanders onto the roster and hits 30 homers, it's like, right. oh, man. <laughs> I know. I know, uh, but the Rays play them tough. I mean, well, they've always the, have. And the Yankees are the, the Yankees are up against the tax. I just read something today that Tanaka might not come back because they're up against the tax oh. if they bring him back. And if they don't have Tanaka on that so, roster, it's like what Severino and that's it. <laughs> I mean, who else? And what sucks is I still don't want to face yeah, them. Yeah, the for real. Yeah, they'll still sweep the Indians. <laughs> yeah, they'll still sweep us. Yeah. Like, that's what sucks about it's it. It's basically like, Jordan Montgomery and uh, Severino, and then I don't know who else. Like it's it's grim. Yep. That's 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 it very is. interesting what they're because like obviously they weren't going to get Blake Snell. You know the Rays aren't trading Blake Snell there. Darvish is off the board. You know mm, there's not a lot. Oh, I guess well, they can make a run. Uh, Pittsburgh shopping somebody who's on who would Pittsburgh be shopping? Uh, it wouldn't be. I mean, it's uh, I'm drawing a blank right now. Give me a second. And then and then Charlie Morton didn't sign there. So I mean, uh, you know, what I don't about know. Trevor Bauer? I mean, they could, Ooh. they might have to, honestly, they may have to throw him like, absurd money. Yeah. That's like, even if it's just a one year, like $30 million, but I don't know if they do like, that. I don't know if they would even like play that game. If they'd be like, Oh sure, man, you can sign a one year deal. I don't think that they do that. Musgrove. Oh, Joe Musgrove. Not? Oh yeah. 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 Oh my yeah. man. You can have I, him. I, I like, saw that they were ahead. shopping him. <laughs> like take him. Yeah. But he's, he's like what? Maybe a, Third starter. There? I mean, on in a in a World Series caliber rotation, he's a fourth or fifth starter. Sorry, he might not even make the roster. I mean, he, yeah, it's an ALCS series. I like him. I actually really like him as a depth pitcher. I've always liked him back in like his Houston days, but like mm, I don't know. So that's kind of where they're sitting. So I, you know, yeah, they're gonna have to win some blow some big shootout games. That's for sure. But you're right about Tampa. Tampa's gonna be there. Uh, Tampa's doing some interesting things. Uh, kind of actually makes me think of what I just saw because San Diego also signed uh, the uh, shortstop out of Korea, Kim. Yes, uh, I who I was kind of yeah. interested for the Indians uh, if 
a Lindor trade had been made at this point in time, um, which it hasn't. And that's okay. We're okay um, with it. <laughs> we're we're coping. We're, we're okay we'll with fine. it. You know, we're, we, we, we promise. We'll, yeah. Um, but the word out of San Diego is that they're not going to move Cronenworth uh, or Tatis Jr. And that they're just going to kind of load the team up Dodgers style and just have guys play multiple different positions. Maybe that's what the Rays are thinking of too. You know, that's kind of the in vogue. Yeah. You know, yeah, possibility of just get some of the best players and have them play multiple positions, and you know, hey, we'll uh, we'll figure it out as we go. I mean, and uh, that's what uh, Terry Francona likes too. I mean, he likes guys that play multiple yeah. positions, and it's always worked pretty well. Yeah, no, I mean, having that versatility is not uh, no. a bad thing, especially in a 162 game season, like we were saying. It's totally, like, dude. You get to those dog days, man, and like guys are hurt or guys need a break or yeah. whatever, you know. But you want to keep, you know, a Brandon Lau in your line because I think Brandon Lau, um, I think he's played the outfield as well, so he can play infield and outfield. And I think he's played almost every position except for like first and catcher yeah. and pitcher. Yeah. And he's like their best hitter, so yeah. you'll always have a spot for him. So this is like a little random, but as you were saying, you know, like the dog days of uh, the season. I I I'm kind of dreading going back to like 162 games, like not that I want a 60 game season, but like what's your guys's I like real just real quick, what's your ideal season length? Because to me, I think it's, it's what like they're 100. gonna. I think it's what they're planning. the The rumor, well, the the rumor is that the players or the league doesn't want to play until potentially players are vaccinated, okay. and that means that the season might start in May. And I think a, a season that's like end of April, May is your best. Like, I think, of, like, I think, like, literally, like, the 95, 144 games might be maybe do 150 uh, with the six extra games, really means. But I think if you shave off like 12 games, it cuts out a lot of that bullshit of the beginning weeks where, yeah, where season. honestly, a bunch of teams are playing at a huge disadvantage because. The league decide the league every year decides the Indians should play most of their beginning game weeks at home. Like it's never on the West Coast. Or, you know, some years it is, some years it isn't. But like a lot of the times game in March against the uh against the Rangers? Sure, Cleveland, you can host it. Yeah, it's it's hey, let's open the season <laughs> on March thirty first against the White Sox, and then we'll go to Detroit, you know, and it's like Followed by a <laughs> followed by a weekend series in Minnesota, and then the White Sox in Chicago again, and but it's yeah. April fifteenth, and suddenly you've played every game in a cold weather city. So, right, I think the I think if like the season pans out the way that they're thinking, where they might start in May due to the COVID, that's ideal to me almost. Okay, yeah, I think that's I, that, that's pretty optimistic. I like it. Um, I think ultimately, I know they've been saying for about a year and a half now, expansions coming with two more teams once Tampa and Oakland figure out their stadium situations. And then the numbers would be 32 teams. And uh, I'm not a mathematician, but I've been told that 154 plays in nicely to uh, four divisions of four. Mm. So I think they'll ultimately get down to 154. 
but yeah, I think like 144, uh, 150, that kind of ballpark. Okay. At least, you Can know, I say cut out some of these divisional games, man. Like, I understand. I yeah, do un- I could do without. I understand nineteen games against Detroit. I, 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 yeah, I understand the appeal of September being all your divisional games to where it's like divisional races come down to the wire. But yeah. I want to watch. I want to see more than one series against other teams. I, I'm. Yeah. I'm, no, I agree. I want to see. I want to see the Indians play the Padres and the Giants like every season or at least every other season. Right. I want to see those fun interleague matchups because. Like you never you you like short of a World Series, you're never going to play some of these teams. But for like every ten years, like I need more of that. And I I think it's I think like for the good of the league, every market should get to see a Fernando Tatis. It's yeah, it's wrong that it's just like oh yeah, this guy that's in San Diego that like we don't market at all, like and then we don't let because we have some bullshit media network that we control we don't even let people post fun gifts or videos of tatis hitting a grand slam on twitter like right major league baseball doesn't even allow you to do that that's what the nba gets right is that like it's a social media giant yeah and yep if you're going to do anything it's like well let let the fans at least see the guy on their regional sports network it's like you know watch the you know i want to see the indians play the padres and i want to see tatis like i'm it's hard for me to go from watching an Indians game and then it's like, oh, cool, I'll click on the 10 o'clock Padres game. It's like, right. I'm usually not watching like, yeah, that's yeah a I lot. Mean, for most fans, it's like, I'm not watching two or three games a night to catch all these guys. It's like, usually you watch your team and yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you. That's that. it, yeah. I'm totally with yeah, you. Yeah, for me, I would say one, I could even do with fewer games, not like dramatically, but 130. Like I Ooh. start the season, have a few more break, I and expand the playoffs to eight teams. Because especially if you're going to go, if you're going to go sixteen AL, sixteen NL, expand it to eight teams. It helps all the the smaller market teams like so much, right? Uh, to have those, you get a lot of fun matchups other than just the same like, cool. We're playing the Yankees again in the postseason. Oh, Yankees. Astros, oh, I can't wait to watch this again. Right. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I want to see bizarro playoff matchups. And that first round can be best of three. The do how they did this year where the home team host it. Like, I think that's just to cut it down. But I, I think this that adds excitement to just get to get in. I know they don't want to water it down and they want it to be prestigious to get into the the postseason. Um, and I know we've like looked at numbers where small market teams do still have a chance. But I think that that short of having a uh, salary cap, which they'll never do, uh, that's the surest way to level the playing field is to to expand the yeah. postseason or at least do, I don't know, seven, how the NFL does it, where the, first, the one seed gets a bye and mm-hmm. then best of three. So there's still a reason to compete in the regular season because you'll make the argument like regular season doesn't matter. But if it's seven, it's still like, I think it kind of is a good blend of both of them. It would be interesting if it went down that low because I bet you'd start to see uh, like more pitchers throwing complete games again. And you might see some changes in strategy just based on a season that like that's, 
that's a pretty significant drop in games. It so is. No, I know, and it hurts. I know. I know it does no, I mean, I'm not hurt because they rely on the t- they rely on the ticket sales, and like you're never going to once you have like in a non COVID era, we're never going to go down to unless they do the expansion where there's more money. Uh, you're never going to go down. Like you're only going to go up if anything. So like it's it's unfortunate like that we're at that 162 number because it, it's just. The season is so long. Like for the normal, a normal fan for a young kid, it's just so hard to like get young fans engaged because it's like who has time? Like you pick your kid. Like you're not why you might catch a game a week. Like a kid might catch a game a week, but if it's yeah, like the other sports are just so much more accessible, and like that's it's always going to be that way. But I, I, I just I, I don't know. It's it just it's so much. Well, baseball's digging its own grave in a lot of ways. It is. I mean, yeah. you know, they they have a garbage like national TV presence. Like it's oh, just it's the worst. It's just ESPN. And it's like, cool, Sunday night baseball. Like, I don't care. Oh, Yankees Red Sox again. Like, awesome. Awful. Red Sox Cubs. I, I mean we, we know the five teams you're hey, they just they just announced that. Sunday night schedule. The Mets got in this year too, guys. Great for like oh, game. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> I know. So pumped. Great. So I think like having ESPN have a stranglehold over the national TV presence is a nightmare. I think, like I said, they do a awful, awful job of of stifling what would be otherwise like creative. Like, like the NBA understands that like user generated content is the best possible thing you could, you can do for your league because right. it's, it's, it's free, free promotion. promotion on like the biggest social media platforms and they just want to control it all. So it's just like complete bullshit and they want to control their narratives and you know, their images and all that kind of stuff. And it's really killing them. So I don't know. I, it's just, uh, it, they're in a real bad spot and they've, it's basically been like their own undoing. And like, I don't baseball so different because like, they're so rooted in their past that like, it's like, I don't know what they could do to like the NHL is another league. That's like trying to be cool. NHL has very MLB will be like the NHL where like the NHL is very comfortable. It appears being like number three or four. Like yeah. they're, they're like probably four. Yeah. Depending yeah. on the market. Yeah. And they seem to v- be like very happy, like in that zone and just like trying to grow their audience, but not like they know what they are. They know like, what they, they are. They understand what baseball they are. Baseball for so long was, was the sport and they just can't, they're Notre Dame football. Like for decades, they were the draw and they just can't get past that. And so instead of looking to the future and, and figuring out ways to promote their young players and figuring out ways to get young people engaged via social or via video games. Uh, they're just like, Oh, wouldn't it be great if like we had a veterans game? Maybe that's how we do it. We'll do a veterans game every Friday in a, in a, at a local, uh, you know, uh, a local church and we'll have a potluck and uh, we'll stream <laughs> bake, it on a, a website. Sale. Yeah. Yeah. We'll right. have a bake sale. <laughs> uh, we'll get a VFW to sponsor it. And uh, it'll be, we'll have the Shriners do a parade before it and it'll be great. And yeah. Like, what right. are you doing? They think it's still like 1912 where it's there's them and bo- boxing. Like, that's right. like the only things going on. 
Like we'll, we'll have a barge fight. We'll have a hundred and ten round barge fight before a bare knuckle barge fight before the Yankees Red Sox kicks off on the oh, Hudson. Yeah, right. Actually, I would watch. I would yeah, pay if they every if, they, if Sunday night baseball. Whatever body of water was nearby, they had a bare knuckle barge fight that was like a hundred rounds. I would pay for like that service. You could easily. It's like if I'm getting like Nate Robinson, uh, Jake Paul boxing <laughs> matches, like you can't tell me I can't get a bare knuckle boxing match on a barge. <laughs> Let's, Let's do this bar like surrounding it. Let's go. Yeah, it's like the dock workers serve as like the ring, like surrounding oh, it and betting on God, it. It'd be incredible. Yes. <laughs> Dude, I. Yeah, baseball has such. This is starting to sound like Fight Fight Club, and they can't talk about that. I think, I, right. yeah, it's, yeah, we're we're starting to get into some real, real interesting territory. Man, uh, I, I, yeah, baseball just you know they're stale. I mean, baseball, you know, the they way are. that they promote the game, it's it's stale. And who would you guys want out of the division? Because um, uh, Chris mentioned mm. that like if you go Point to those four. four four divisions of four, you obviously need to reduce it. You reduce somebody from the division. Unfortunately, let me let me let me say one thing. I think once they go to that, I think we're going to get radically realigned divisions. So let me throw that wrinkle into the conversation Ooh. too. Well, be, yeah, because I, I mean, Kansas I City think and by Minnesota that point, the Universal DH will be yeah, yeah. Universal DH will be there for sure. A thing. If you're realigning, like I said, Kansas City, and Minnesota are gone and basically it would be like it would be um the white Sox, us cincinnati detroit and then that would be it right yeah yeah i no thanks i mean i think i'm i've kind of come to the real or not realization but i've made peace i guess with a uh detroit cincinnati pittsburgh and us pittsburgh i guess was yeah that was the and uh Truth be told, I kind of like that because oh, we would win the division like, like every fucking year. Garbage. <laughs> yes, like why can't Pittsburgh we have the same division totally... as we have in football? Hey, you know it wouldn't be that far off, right? I, yeah, give me that bizarre ass, you know, Baltimore, Baltimore, for Pittsburgh, some ungodly reason being in yes. our fucking Just throw them NFL in the yeah. division. Oh, please, yes, yeah, that I, I, you know, God, the and the worst part is like the old timers would like. Piss their pants. They would freak out. Yeah, they they, they would, would freak lose out. it. But that's what baseball we needs. Okay is like, with the barge fights, but <laughs> putting I draw the line at division realignment. Putting yeah. Pittsburgh with D- the Indians. Division. No, we cannot do. We cannot mix AL and NL. But the I wouldn't. The, but, I mean, the Reds are a founding NL team. So I don't know if people, yeah, people would are. be like if like they suddenly moved. Well, I mean that all, that whole division us. Detroit, Pittsburgh, Cincy, like those are all OGs. Oh, like OGs yeah. in a lot of yeah. senses, yeah. you know? Like, I mean, plus yeah. teams, that would be, right. I mean, but then again, pretty much you'd also have like a New York division that'd be three quarters OG teams. And then, you know, anybody in the Midwest would, well, yeah, like fall into that near OG right. column. It start, starts yeah, when you get out west like, when the things Mets, get wild. Yankees. Red Sox, Phillies, Red Sox, maybe. The problem yeah, is they wouldn't want to. I, I don't know. Like, the East gets w- yeah. weird because you got Toronto and maybe Montreal coming back. It's it's yeah. a hot mess. I don't. I've hurt my head thinking about yeah. it. All right, let's hurt. Let's hurt our heads talking about something else here. All right. So 
the rumblings and grumblings are out of the way. We got all our business taken care of. Time to get into the meat and potatoes of this podcast episode. We are talking about uh, the, uh, you know, reality of the situation, which is, you know, no matter how many people want to try and deny it, uh, the Indians are changing their name. So they're not going to be the Cleveland Indians. And I don't find it offensive, so no one else should. Yeah. <laughs> right. I've spoken to nobody about it, and they don't care. I got, I got a, a Native American dentist, I think, and he doesn't <laughs> seem to mind. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, oh God. So this is... I. I personally... For I, I think it's great for a couple reasons. I think the Indians. It, I'm never opposed to name changes. I don't. I, I find it incredibly odd that people are like <clears throat> they form some sort of bizarre attachment to team names and like identities. And like I understand that that's part of sports culture. Is that you know you, you know this is you know the, you, you identify with the team and stuff. It's like you grew up on this team. You grew up on the Cleveland Indians and you grew up on Chief Wahoo. It doesn't make it right. And it doesn't make it, you know, something it does at this point in time. It, it just doesn't make it um, politically correct. It doesn't make it right. And it's, it's a sign of like an evolving culture that we're, that we are identifying that and, and making these changes. And like um, people fall on like different spectrum of like, well, I didn't mind it, but it's like, I'm, I'm not native American. So like, I can't really have an opinion on this because like, it didn't affect me because I'm not that, but like, I understand a marginalized group seeing that and being like, that's a horrible caricature of us. And we're, and we are offended by it. It's like that completely, like I I can have that same level of like, I can empathy with that and be like, yeah, that totally makes sense. Like you, I, yes, it, I, I now see it like growing up, and I'm kind of like fumbling over my words with this a little bit, but like what growing up, it was something I think probably for the three of us, it was like we didn't have any concept of like Chief Wahoo right. or the Indian's name being like a racist symbol or being something that we should think is maybe wrong. Yeah. And I think you know, you could, I wrote I, a freshman paper about it. Like well, in college, I wrote a freshman, same. yeah, about how like it shouldn't be offense. Like I did a bunch of research about like other native tribes and like the Seminoles and all these groups. And, and, um, I was like, so I was definitely pro, uh, keeping the name the Indians. Um, but my perspective has greatly changed as, as I'm no longer 18 and I'm able to step away from my fandom and look at the bigger, like the name change doesn't mean we lose the, those great memories from the nineties. We lose our penance. We lose our, our two World Series victories, like none of that goes away. Like it's uh, the team's not relocating. Like nothing is happening other than just you'll have to get a new hat or jersey. Like that's okay. Well, and that was what I was. Yeah, I was. I was going to say too is like on the on the one hand, you know, I, I'll speak more to like the cultural and like political side of things. But like on the one hand, the Indians now have like honestly one of the blandest looks in baseball because they got rid of Wahoo and it's very clear that they were like, well, we're just, this is just going to be like an interstitial look for the team until we figure out how to rebrand. 
they really don't have much of an identity right now. They kind of look like the Padres before they went back to the brown and yellow, where it was like <laughs> the blue and white, and it was like just like you know, oh, it was, just it was like the cursive font, yes, yeah. like a non-existent yeah. <laughs> like look. Because it's obvious that they're thinking. I'm pretty sure that road. I'm pretty sure I saw that road jersey at Walmart's and Kmart's in the early 2000s. Right. That's how bland it is. Oh God, the Cleveland, yeah, like the white uh, trim, Just, red lettering, yeah. blue. Yeah, that's a J.C. Penny jersey. Yeah, <laughs> like it's definitely. <laughs> yeah. But I think personally, I think their like gray Cleveland road is one of like the best looks they've ever had, and you can keep that. So. Assuming whatever you change it to, because like that's the thing is like you said, it's like it's Cleveland. It doesn't really matter what the and Tito said that um, recently. He was like, I don't really play for the mascot name. It's the city type. The city name is what we're playing for, and and what we all kind of you know yeah. gravitate towards. So on the one hand, I'm ball. I am just absolutely pumped. And I'm gonna ball out on buying this merch, assuming that the team name doesn't suck. Like. I'm very excited for like a new look. I think it's exciting. I think it's fun. It's it's a it's a great way to get like a new generation into the goddamn team because yeah. baseball, we all know baseball needs that, like we said. And then on the other side, and I'll I'll let you guys speak more to it too. It's just the right thing to do, man. Like it just it it's the right thing to do uh for a lot of reasons. But also, if you don't change the name, it will hover over the organization forever. And yep. you, you know, there are people who are going to have a debate on on the name itself and and what it means and how maybe it was named after Lewis Suck Alexis and that kind of you know, you know, and the and even the Indians themselves have like claimed that's what it was, or or people try to talk about Nat Lajoie and just like all this stuff, and like no one really knows. So it's definitely not the actual reason they're named the Indians. It's just like they're named the Indians. It doesn't really have any connection to the city. It's just like, I don't know, some random thing. And if if that group of people finds it offensive, then like I've, yeah, I I, growing up, I didn't understand it. And I I didn't like see it for how it it is now. And I'm, I'm actually like very grateful that my eyes have been open to it. I, you know, it's it's hard to grow up in it and like and see it for what it is. And like, I'm just happy that like I've been able to over the years learn more about it and just like understand because like I'll I'll plead to being ignorant growing up about it. Like I, being the fan of the team, like I will definitely cop to that. And I I just feel like kind of like grateful to have a different perspective on it now. And and I I do feel I'm I'm very excited for a clean slate. Like I think it's I think it's time. And I I feel very good about like where I have come out on the other side of this argument because like yeah, dude, like if if you had asked me even like 10 to 15 years ago, I may have had a different answer. But like I'm very happy that like my life has taken a turn where like I have that different thought process now. Can you imagine if they keep they change the name, but they're like, we're keeping Chief Wahoo as the mascot. <laughs> um, well, they're still going to keep the merch around. Which, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. They own the trademark still, and they're still going to be selling Wahoo stuff. So it's like, you're, you know, over time that will go away. Because really all yeah. they're doing is they're just going to be selling to like a dwindling audience. And yes. I have Wahoo stuff, and I struggle with, what to do with it. I really do. I don't wear like Wahoo stuff out 
really. Yeah, me neither. Um, and I have like I have like old I have like um thirty five year old bobbleheads. Uh, you actually can see it in the screen here. You guys listening? Can, yeah. But, yep. So, but it's like, what do I? It's like, what do I do with it? Because like, eventually, my son will ask what it is, and then it's just like, well. That's a really, teaching moment, though. That's yeah. that's where you can yeah. talk about how your perspective changed. So, like, I think that's a valuable thing to hold on to, not like intrinsically valuable, but like to uh, to teach your son, like, hey, people are capable of change. You're like your dad, like referencing yourself. I would say the same to my son. Um, it's like I used to like really thought, you know, all this stuff. Like my identity was in this character, this ugly caricature. Chief Wahoo. I love Chief Wahoo growing up. Um, but that's not like the team. That's not if even one person finds that offensive, like as a white male with all the privilege in the world, you know, I I don't have a leg to stand on. And I'm I'm really glad that and I I mean, I know it took a, a public outcry because the owners wouldn't do it if it was just up to their own decision making. Um, but I'm glad it's at least happening. Um, it's so long overdue. And yeah, I'm like super excited to buy new merchandise. I I pray, and I'm excited to hear your guys' top five. I pray they pick something interesting, at least at least marginally interesting. I know they're not going to go with something insane like the dragon scorpions or something, <laughs> although those would be amazing jerseys. Be baller. Um, <laughs> right. Like that would be, I mean, the, the Seattle team did choose the Kraken. So like, that's like pretty we incredible saying, that, that that's the NHL, like, man. They just don't, team. they don't care, man. Yeah, They're the just NHL like, does whatever. Not give a fuck. No. Yeah. You got like the thrashers, the, <laughs the golden Knights. Like, you got, like, Oh yeah. Whatever, dude. I don't <laughs> fucking care. When the Kraken came out, that gave me hope that like there's gonna be a, a chupacabra team coming down the line and dude the oh, first like, like Paso, chupacabra, all, the yeah. first Mexican like yeah. face, the first Mexican MLB team. Oh like I will buy dude, all of that merch. That will become Give my one eight now. Team. That will be my one eight yeah. immediately. Or if the Montreal Expos come back, that will be my one eight team. <sighs> the Expos gear is awesome I, too. I, so um, yeah, go ahead, Chris. Well, I was going to chime in quickly too. Like, I mean, because I got tons of Indians gear too, and you know, as you know, I just I pray every. Well, I, that's a lie. I just really hope that and pray that they don't mess it up. You know, I do still have some stuff with Wahoo on it. Honestly, my my favorite logo too is that old Municipal Stadium sign right. with the the batting chief right. Wahoo. Like, I love that logo so much. You know, very near and dear. I have fond memories of walking into that trash heap uh, to catch games early <laughs> on as a child. And, you know, so like that resonates with me. Um, but at the same time, it's a name. And I've, you know, I'm, hey, like you, like you said, Fabs, it's, if it's offensive to one person, you know, who am I to say that it's not? Right. So that's why I'm kind of just at this point, like, yeah, like let's change it then. And it's um, hard because like, it's hard to grow up in like that situation because you grow up, you know, liking sports teams and like, you don't have any concept of what that is. And, and our parents' generation, they weren't talking about this stuff at all. That's why it's been so hard. I think in a lot of cases is like, I don't think our parents' generation sees things the way we do with this kind of stuff. And there's a real, you know, don't go read the Facebook comments when they talk about this stuff. That's all I'm going to say. It's because crazy. it's disgraceful. It it's is. Disgusting. And 
that honestly actually just excites me more that they're doing it because then it just continues to enforce <laughs> the fact that it's the right thing to do. Like, yeah, hearing those arguments and hearing those people say these like real hateful things, like that makes me more excited that the name is changing. Um, also, like that 2016 postseason was really hard where I'm like so proud that this this team is like doing the run they're doing. But then I'm also seeing these like 50-year-old men with the chief Wahoo face paint, like right behind home plate or just, and then like- Well, the Canadian you know, government won't allow the chief Wahoo logo. Name, yeah, and logo. Yeah. And, like, and you know, like they're going to get a close up as they play, you right. know, the sweet lovable Cubs. And then I'm just like, everyone's already like shits on Cleveland. The last thing I now need is like, oh, cool. Let's get a close up of the two idiot 50 year olds. You can't get over the fact that this logo is offensive. And then that's what we're going to talk about instead of like our team coming out of nowhere to like make a world series run. Or the guys yelling at the protesters. Like it's just, yeah. when I, um, I, I, the I mean, thing, it's the, it was yeah, bad. The, it was a bad the thing look. that really, the thing that just like completely changed my perspective was when I worked for the AP and I, on opening day had to go cover the protest. Oh God. And I went, I went outside the stadium, you know, and there's, there's maybe, I think each year it's like a half was like five to seven to 10 people. It's pretty, it's, I I think most, most a dozen. And so it's not a lot. And I mean, you, you just can't imagine the hateful things that were being thrown at these people from fans walking in wearing a chief Wahoo on their shirt, on their hat, you know, whatever the case might be. It's like, that is quite a scene that there are these people who are saying like what you're doing and wearing offends me and the people on the other side are wearing those things and saying like fuck you no it doesn't and it's like i mean a lot of things that have happened in the last 4 years definitely make it seem like it's not out of the realm of possibility that this has even happened, that this would even happen. Cause this is just like a small slice of like a larger issue. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that really, I mean, cause even up to that point, I was just like, well, yeah, I mean, I guess it's going to happen. And like, maybe the name isn't so bad. Like maybe, you know, because a lot of people fall back on the Indian's name being like, maybe used to honor like soccer Lexus and stuff. And it's like, yeah, maybe. No one even really knows if that's true. And also, that was a hundred some years ago. <laughs> Nobody today gives a shit about that. And l- like you guys keep saying, it's like, if if one person is offended by the name of your goddamn sports team, what's why aren't you changing it? Like, that's... Right. Like, also, it's a like, sports if, team. It's a baseball team name. Also, if it's, it's really honoring name. that, it's a team name. have a, like... Have a statue outside of your stadium. Exactly. Or have, donate have um, money learning, to groups. Yeah. And like, right. And have a learning uh, component inside the stadium so you can actually learn about like the history of Native Americans in the region. And none of that was there because that's not, that's not true. Like they don't, they didn't actually. Kind, kind of like what Florida State has done with the Seminoles, where there's yeah. the tie ins with. Yeah, like, with the, the Seminole tribe. In sorry Florida. we slaughtered yeah. all of you, but here's some learning about this. Like, you right. know, sorry Andrew Jackson went into Florida and literally destroyed your entire cult- culture, but okay, well, yeah. you know, because it, it, it's, 
Native Americans in general. We're getting into some real interesting territory on this. But, <laughs> but like three white men. I mean, but really, Native Americans are one of the are live one of the saddest histories of like any group in the world. When you, when you look at the at the whole picture of what happened to their culture, and it's like pretty disgraceful that we that we do this to them because because you're right if we were naming these teams after these tribes and stuff and then did a very like uh earnest educational component to it it would be a different story but that is not what any of this is they only named these teams like a hundred years ago because it was like hey and i don't believe this but like back then they were like they viewed these people as like savages and right and it was like all they do is fight and go to war so like let's name our teams after that you know and and like because like they're they're vicious and even into the 20th century that was the mentality because it wasn't that long ago that you still had them uh you know the army going into the west and killing them so it's a dark dark history and i don't want to be a part of it <laughs> i really don't <laughs> i don't like it and yeah. I think it's, it's, I feel good. I feel really good about, about the change. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, it's like, if you almost feel like you want to like apologize forever, like it was like, I was wrong. Like I'm going to call, I'll cop to it. It's like, I was wrong and it sucks. And it sucks that like, it's a part of it, but like, I'm, I'm just really glad it's done. I'm just, right. I, I just want it like lifted off. You know, I, it just needs to be done. I, I feel pretty strongly about it. I don't know if like you guys feel that strong about it, but I, I just think it's time. Truth be told, I, I just think it's time. Hey, man, we haven't won a. And I know that I know that not everybody is you know on board with that, but I just personally think it is. And haven't won Jack with the name since. Well, that's what's you know, funny. Everyone's like, so when they got rid of the Wahoo logo, everyone was like, "See, now we're cursed." It's like, oh yeah. Now we're cursed. Now, God, <laughs> God forbid we've been we've been doing so well for so many years with it the Wahoo logo. It wasn't that Rocky Calavito trade that cursed us. No, it was yeah, getting rid of no, the logo. Was, okay, well, you, okay, let's let's do it then. Um, do we want to do a uh, name we absolutely don't want first, or do we want to unveil Ooh. our top five favorites? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's each go through and do the name or names that we like would. Uh, murder somebody if they name this the team. Okay. Oh God! I'll <laughs> so go, come in I'll go first. <laughs> okay. I'll go first. Um, okay. So I know we're called the California Penal League Podcast, mm-hmm. um, but like I don't want us to go with the wild things. I've seen like everyone. No. I just like I, I. I mean, I love uh, <laughs> I love Major League as much as the next person, but like it just doesn't make any sense. I think we would just be the brunt of a bunch of jokes. Or anything Rock and Roll Hall of Fame related. I just think it's like the only identity anytime they show B-roll of Cleveland Mm -hmm. during any kind of national coverage. It's always either the NFL Hall of Fame or the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or it's a misery like highlight reel. So like any, as long as it's not anything like that, I'll probably be okay. Even if it's bland, bland is better than offensive. So those are my big like, please don't do that. Yeah, and honestly, if we go with the notion of if it offends one person, uh, anything <laughs> rock related <laughs> offends me. 
I would. I think if it's rock related, I might have. I'm gonna be spending some time behind. Yeah, <laughs> I am committing violent acts if it's rock related. I'm so tired of that bullshit. The only thing that saves us is that we had the WNBA team that had the rocker's name, and I don't think. I just don't think the the Indians are going to do anything that has any other hit connection to a different organization from the city. Right. Yeah. Like that saves us. Otherwise, I think we'd be in some deep trouble. <laughs> oh yeah, because they'll just call them the Cleveland Rockers, and then like they'll only play Cleveland Rocks. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, remember Drew Carey? Also, he's from here, and you're just like, fuck you. <laughs> he would have to throw out every first pitch, and that man has a job out west in uh, they Studio chain, they City. Chain him inside <laughs> a progressive. Yeah, <laughs> he's like an animal that would just like. I'm sorry, see him Drew, on the you can't leave. <laughs> <laughs> I think honestly, the only thing that I 100 million percent would not want to see is anything rock and roll related. Spare me that bullshit. I hate it. Okay. I hate the. I, I love the connection because, like, I mean, there's a legitimate connection that, like, Cleveland coined the term, uh, and and that's cool. But guess what, man? It's not the only thing going on here, and I'm so tired of that. Like that logo, the All Star Game logo, still makes me want to puke. I oh, hate yeah, it. The guitar, oh. yeah, the, the half of a guitar or whatever. Oh God. Well, and maybe we would even be so lucky to have uh, the Cavs. Uh, City edition rock and roll themed jerseys that are oh, an abomination, if you oh, ask me. God, <laughs> awful. Like I like I like I, I love I love the idea behind those, but execution it's very is thoughtful. Yeah. Super thoughtful like, execution is not great. Execution. Yeah. What what's below an F grade? Like <laughs> right. You know what would be cool is if our logo looks like a ransom note. <laughs> hey man, they're being brand- those jerseys are being branded about as the ransom note jerseys already. On I do like media. that. That's a cool nickname. Uh, That's so... a cool nickname for those jerseys. <laughs> yes, I do like that. The Zodiac, the Zodiac killer yeah, jerseys, Zodiac style. Ooh, I love they, uh, oh, they should do that on the side of the court. The... They should do the symbols the Zodiac killer used. Like on the, the Warriors oh. should do that. <laughs> the Warriors should do that. <laughs> Dude, that should be the city edition. Is every team does whatever serial killer was from their like city, and they do a theme around. <laughs> yeah, to figure out your seat at the Warriors game, like your ticket has like uh, a, war- a a Zodiac killer like riddle, and like people are just wandering around the aisles. <laughs> hey, they cracked that. They cracked into that one another. Yeah. Oh my god! All right, uh, Chris, uh, what's your big would- no? So I got three, and you guys already Ooh. touched on two of them. Wild things, no, I'm sorry. That's minor league. Rocks, rockers, no, again. Like, I'm done with the whole rock and roll theme thing for at least a good the decade. And I know that the NFL draft is already, like... <sighs> Oh, they're psyched. They're marketing. They're market. They're no. They're they're marketing. I they, some of the marketing stuff is already talking about that, and that's that's a like six months away. And I'm like, uh, geez. <laughs> the third one is the Guardians. Mm. I have never, ever, you know, I'll drive over the bridge, the Hope Memorial Bridge, with the Guardian statues. Right. I've been driving over that bridge for for thirty years now. And in the last five years, everybody gets this love affair for these damn statues. <laughs> I don't understand it. They're freaking statues. The Guardians of Transportation. 
That's what they are, folks. The guardians of transportation. Now you want to name a minor, uh, a, a professional baseball team over after these dumb statues? No. Get that shit out of here. I am now, go- I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to have an aneurysm on this show talking about now, the names Chris. that I don't want. Now, Chris, does it change your opinion if they're able as a marketing stunt to make them animatronic and every night before the game starts, they leave the bridge and fly to the tops of Progressive to overlook the stadium while they play? No! (laughs) The only only tie-in the only tie-in that I can maybe sort of come to some decent rationalization and uh, uh, state of being okay with it is if they somehow make an agreement with Disney to allow all of the Guardians of the Galaxy characters to be on our merchandise because I would totally buy a Groot hat like oh that is sick like, oh my dude, god actually, like, I'll buy a Groot or like or like or a, a Rocket Raccoon hat like if if those two characters could make its way onto like apparel top- and like hats like okay maybe maybe. One of my top cities. I will. I'll put the hatred. Yeah, one of away. my top names. You could actually do like a Groot character as a mascot. Ooh, so, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think okay. that the thing about the thing about Guardians that pisses me off so much is that it sounds like an arena football league team. It's it does. It I mean, does. we already have the gladiators. We already have the fucking gladiators. But maybe we did. <laughs> they might be gone. Who knows? I don't even know what's going on with the, the arena football. League. Arena football. <laughs> arena football league is kind of sort of like half there's dead. Three teams. There's like three. <laughs> Three teams in it, and they're like Philadelphia, Baltimore, and DC. It's like okay, well, that's super East Coast bias. Yeah, we don't have a team west of the Mississippi, but this is not an AFL the uh, AFL podcast. So. Yeah, maybe it should pivot. Uh, but it does. It just <laughs> hey, sounds. Hey, hey, if, if our numbers go yeah. up, <laughs> right? It just sounds like it just sounds like a name generator. Like you ran it through just like a name generator uh, thing online. It was like yeah. I don't know, Guardians, like. Yeah, least offensive team nickname. Ooh, Guardians. Okay. Yeah, because a few T-shirt companies made some T-shirts about of the friggin' Guardians of Transportation. I love those T-shirt companies too. Those T-shirt companies are great, but no, no to the name. That's my. I'm with you on that. I, I'm. I'm. With, I hate like Cleveland Guardians, and I hate Cleveland Defenders, and I hate like just this like random just i don't know here's a thing you know it, it just well, if they're guardians to transportation you could have a bunch of hats with different vehicles on them which could be pretty cool oh. like a dump truck a semi <laughs> like that'd be awesome that's and like do they get to come out wearing like the orange like reflective vest you know it would be they cool could. as a uniform and your bullpen cart becomes something <laughs> awesome <laughs> You you know what the be cool? options for bullpen cart would be endless. during like the pregame like uh, hype up videos. You could do like one of the guardians like breaks out and like does become like a real and it grabs like the visiting team's bus and like throws it into the sun and like. It- <laughs> 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 it just murders whatever the your, your mind is such a beautiful thing, Steve. <laughs> like you, if you go guard, that would you be get an weird. amazing you intro. Get weird with it. <laughs> just oh, just embrace, amazing. just embrace it fully, and just take it yeah, next it level. It would have to be I, bizarre for me to get on board. <laughs> 
I mean, it sounds like a, a short season, like rookie league team name to me. Oh, you yeah. know, I mean, I'm right. Sorry. I mean, well, dude, the Mahoney Valley Scrappers. I mean, it's a cool. That's a better name. That's a better it's name. A good logo. Like it's legit. Like a dog with a hard hat. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah. Plus the crossover marketing between the Browns dog pound and scrappers could be, you know, a thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So I think we've thrown out then, quite a few that we hate. So <laughs> let's, um, let's get into the fun stuff. Let's get into the ones we like. Uh, who wants to go first? Who wants to throw them out there? I'll go because my list is really just down to two. I got, I got, <laughs> I like, we all did five. Yeah, you're like, no, we all it. did five, but, but in the, in when I was going through it, I go, okay, there's really only two, can, there's really only two possibilities in my, in okay. My, so let me start with the first three that I'm going to write off and I'll tell you why I'll write them off. Uh, Storm, Coyotes, and Osprey. Storm. Who's been thrown out there? Y- you know, the weather. No, these are ones that I came okay. up with. Um, okay. These are ones that I came up with for, and they have various ties ties to the region. You know, Storm. I wanted something kind of you know lake effect, but that again sounded super minor mm-hmm. league ish. Um, so I kind of just went with the generic Storm, and uh, Storm is an underutilized team name. I think. I mean, there's the the college out yeah. here on the east side uh, that uses it, and then there's a WNBA team, right? Yeah, but beyond that, so I, I, that's the other thing. I was trying to go with the unique yeah, names, right? Coyotes, you know, they're kind of the uh, the big time uh, predator in the area. So I was like, that's kind of mm-hmm. cool. Plus, it'd be Cleveland Coyotes, which I love alliteration. Like but oh yeah, give me some alliteration. And then uh, Osprey, because you know, I wanted something different than Eagles or Hawks, and Osprey kind of sounds mm-hmm. cool. Uh, I know it was a minor league team name, but uh, Missoula. Oh yeah, uh, got rid right, of it, right. and so that's a very unique name that I think would kind of be cool. Plus, I I saw in my research a uh, Missoula Osprey prototype hat floating around the internet that I was like, "Ooh, that would work perfect for uh, the Indians to uh, uh, take as their okay. own." Uh, but to me. My top two, and even it's really kind of just down to one because there's an issue with the one name, that being the Buckeyes. Um, it plays, oh, yeah. obviously, the homage to the Negro League, but I know that there's a lot of Ohio State fans that would be, uh, how do I put this politely, butthurt if another team used their name. Although it sounds so good. So it I really sounds so good. I don't, think, I don't think that the Cleveland Buckeyes would be you know what an option um and it's unfortunate because i think that'd be really kind of a sick name plus those jerseys are awesome that they've mm-hmm. worn they're so the good oh my god yes yes i mean so that good. that hat the hat that they wear with that that stylized c that's one of my my yes, favorite CD, hats oh yeah. that they've worn that instantly would be a winner I, I like that yeah yeah it is and it's just unfortunate that you know i just don't think it's really an option um but that being said, I'm on the bandwagon that seems to be the most popular, the Cleveland Spiders. I know they, I know they had that one bad year in 1899. But if you do a little bit of research, it's because 
the owners decided to sell half the team to their other franchise they yep. owned in St. Yes, Louis. Sir. And it's all because of blue laws. Fun fact. I did too much research on this topic. I know. Again. I was going deep into like <laughs> um, Cleveland Spiders history to like try and find reasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going the same way. But but Cleveland had blue laws at the time. St. Louis didn't. And the owners were ticked off about that. So they sent all their good players to St. Louis to the team they owned in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And the team won 20 games. But they actually had a pretty rich history here before that. Uh, yep. Made uh, the equivalent of the World Series one year. They won it. Um, I have it up. Uh, 1892. The Temple Cup. Um, it was the 1895 Temple, the Temple Cup. Temple Cup, yeah. yeah. Okay, 18. Oh, so maybe they made it a few times. They No, they finished, so, no, they finished second. They finished second in the National League three times. Uh, 92, 95, and 96. And then they won the NL pennant, or they never won the NL pennant, but they they won the Temple Cup, yeah. which was like a two team two team league championship pre pre date in eighteen ninety five. Okay, yeah, that was the that was the precursor to the World yeah. Series. Um, and if I mean the history behind that name was that there was a bunch of lanky dudes that resembled spiders, and that's how they got the name. And the color and of the jerseys were like black. It's a unique, so they look like yeah, black and gray. Which is pretty cool. Um, it's a unique name too, because outside of Richmond University, there's nobody, to my knowledge, using the spiders at a big time level. There might be some, you know, semi-pro arena football league team name out there using the spiders. But let me throw this out at you about the spiders yeah. too. The spiders, aside from their you know one god awful season that they had, they. Uh, they had they played eleven seasons in, in the National League. Um, yep. They they had you know the success that we were talking about. There are actually six players in the Baseball Hall of Fame that played for the Spiders. One of which is freaking Cy Young, who played for yeah, the Spiders to start his career. Also, Louis Sakalexis played for the Spiders, and he's the one who's credited yep. as being essentially the first non-white player in, ba- in Major League Baseball history in the Native American and a Native American who they, who they, who they allege named the Indians yeah. after. You, there's a ton of actual history to the Spiders that yeah. would make a ton of sense to going back to that. Like, yeah. when the, but the lazy, but the lazy historians on Twitter always point back to the 1899 season with 20 wins and how. God awful they were. How about and the forty wins? How about the forty years? The forty years. I have no idea. Or, yeah, <laughs> I have no idea why people just are attracted to that one thing. Maybe it's the hundred twenty characters that people seem to you know get worked up on and can only get one <laughs> thought out in a tweet. I mean, what about the forty years where the Indians were awful? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from fifty four uh, to yeah. ninety five, like. What would, yeah. what about that? Yeah. Like, you know, it, it's, it's a ridiculous argument. It's insanity, but it, 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 it was interesting it to go it's, back and look at the history of the spiders and realize that like, Oh, wait a minute. This team was good. And there was mm-hmm. talent yeah. on these teams with like a, a huge history and huge connection to the rest of baseball. It's not just some goofy, you know, random team. It's like, Oh, wait a minute. No, like legit guys played on this team. So anyway, yeah. no, I was just backing you okay. up. That's my vote. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. Okay. <laughs> all right, Beth, go um, ahead. All right, so I have a couple runners up. I have the Cle- Cleveland Leg Lamps for uh, the house Ooh. where they filmed uh-huh. uh, Christmas Story. The Woof-tastic Wranglers. 
They do the whole Browns tie-in. Okay. Uh, and the municipals, which I love because municipal, municipal stadium. Those are my runners up. Um, okay. Of the, my top. I, I, I want to, I wish it was more about the Muni lot. So it was just like a dude puking was the logo. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen, uh, I have seen a guy on, on Instagram who wants the team to be called the Munis. That'd be fun. And it, that it has cool. a like tie with a the cool Muni name. Yes. That's a really it's a tie-in cool Because it's like the Mets, the metrop- the uh, Metropolitan. Yeah. Yes. And the Municipal Stadium and You'd be the, the, municip- the, municip- the Municipals, but you know, you go by the Munis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So of my top five, two of them are just insane and they will never be chosen. But here we are. Number five is the Cleveland Metropolis Marvels. Because that was a nickname for Superman, uh, who was written, which was written by Jerry Siegel. That's uh, true. That's, dude, so. you know what's so funny is they like n- very rarely, occasionally a, t- a game will show the airport where like there's that Superman exhibit, but yeah. like they never talk about that. Yeah. That, like how have we not I, done I more of a kind of Superman tie on? Yeah, awesome. that's cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um, I, I like the Cleveland Lake Shores because that was the original name for this current iteration of the Indians. And it's a, it's a cool name. Like it's really neat and, um, uh, my my most insane one is the Cleveland Lake Monsters. I want to do a whole Loch Ness theme where, like, we fill the stadium <laughs> with fog and, like, have the mascot, like, appearing and disappearing. I don't know what you could do, but it could be insane. And I, I'm all in for it. Um, and then <laughs> I think Dan Gilbert might have a problem with that yeah. name, though. He might have an issue yeah. <laughs> with the hockey team. Um, yeah, I know. Um, okay, my number two is the Cleveland Spiders. One, just, like, the history also, the uniforms and the logos would just be so sick. I I yeah. I love everything about it. And then my number one is your other one is the Cleveland Buckeyes. Uh, the uniform uniforms were sick. Um, reference yep. to the Buckeye State. Reference to the Negro League team, which went to two of the uh, World Series within uh, the Negro League. So they had a lot of success. And uh, I mean, it just I think Cleveland Spires and Cleveland Buckeyes they just sound great. They're not stupid. They have good historical references, and you can do a ton of this stuff with like the logos and merchandise. That being said, they'll probably pick the Wolf Tastic Wranglers. <laughs> Woof, Woof Tastic. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Yeah. Um, it's fun. Gotta have a dog as the logo, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. Uh, okay. I went with sort of a I went I went with like uh what would probably be like the most realistic options. Um okay. although I do love that at one point there was a team called the Cleveland Infants, and I think it would be incredible <laughs> to have an entire team based around goddamn babies. I think that would be I great. would have I would buy thirty Cleveland infant hats. Dude, like as a minor league team. A hundred percent. You're naming a yeah. team the Cleveland Infants. <laughs> New Orleans had the uh, the King baby cake. Yeah, King Cake Baby, and they had a baby. Yeah. Yes. They had a baby logo. And King Cake Baby. That was a little freaky yeah, he though. Wants the uh, Pelicans games. Yeah. Uh, it's cool. I mean, it would be it would be super fun as minor league, but as like a major league team, it's like I don't know how you could say the Infants won the World Series like with a straight face. It just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I do love it though. Um, but my options that I think are like these this is a list of ones that I think are valuable slash ones that I could get on board with I think over time um I love the four cities that was I I believe that was the very first Cleveland baseball team there it was like yeah like 18 like 60 like 60 
five or something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were called the Four Cities because back then a lot of teams were just named like off of like whatever their nicknames were. And they date back to like the Cincinnati Red Stockings. Like it goes, it goes all yeah. the way back. And it's awesome. Like it's a cool name. It's a really cool name for a nickname that doesn't get enough use for Cleveland. Like that's what I think the coolest nickname the city has. And we just never use it. Like I'm pretty lukewarm on the land. I've always thought that was kind of like whatever. And I don't know, you know, I doubt people think the four cities is like this uber cool name, but <laughs> I think it's awesome. I, I, I really I love it. it. Um, there's, we'll start the momentum. Yeah. Four cities, baby. I actually think it's viable that they could go Cleveland baseball club and not go with the name. I know that oh, like long term, like Dan Snyder was throwing it out there that he actually likes Washington football team. Like, and, or or would go Washington Football Club because he wants to mimic kind of like the soccer element overseas mm. that like there's the rumor that he he loves the idea of it being like literally like a badge and you treat it like it's almost like a soccer club. So I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that they go Cleveland Baseball Club and the logo is like a skyline type of thing or maybe like a circular like Oakland A's looking logo. I could see that. So... I could actually get on board with it if you made the the look cool. Cleveland Baseball Club, I've seen Commodores thrown out there, which I actually think is like a pretty cool name, and it does have a connection to the area. The other thing about mm-hmm. Commodores that's interesting is that it does have the connection with the minor league teams, the captains and the clippers, but I don't really yeah. care. I don't really care that much about it because like minor league teams change their names all the time and like the captains would not hesitate to just rebrand <laughs> like one year, just be like, yeah, we're not the captains anymore. We're this. And we're going to sell a bajillion dollars worth of merch. And like, that's the whole point. So people, people use that as like a reason. It's like, I, m- trust me, the Clippers will not be the Clippers forever. So uh, it's kind of a weird, but they have been the Clippers like my, almost my entire life though. They do have a lot of history as the Clippers. So they might actually, yeah. the captains, who knows? But the Clippers actually right. Um, I like the Commodore, Steve. That's a fun name. That's a good alliteration. That, that is a yeah, good one. The alliteration is good. Yeah. It's a sweet like idea of like because like the you could be you know uh, old old timey like naval imagery is it would be a cool thing that like doesn't get used anywhere. I've never heard that as a name before for a team. It sounds major league. Like it. The problem with some of these is like you're trying to come up with something that sounds like a major league baseball team. And that's hard. It's hard to not come off like a minor league goofball team. And I had so many names that just, I brained through my mind and I was like, no, that's too minor league. Yeah. It's, it's like baseball has a tough problem. They have a tough issue because they have so many minor league teams and they're all silly that like, it's a real weird fine line where you can't have like too weird of a name. Like, not, not to mention, I do like the the tie-in that we could do with the uh, with Great Lakes Brewing Company on maybe like a bring back nickel beer night for Commodore Perry. Yeah, I mean, ten cent beer night. I'm just Commodore saying, Perry. I don't think it would be a great idea, but I'd be yeah. on board. You could do, you know, you could fire some cool cannons out of like center field. Yeah, you know, the Blue Jackets yeah. might have an issue with that, but hey, man, they don't own the cannon. I, I want all my favorite teams to just start firing cannons. Like I'm just going to solely base my fandom on teams that fire cannons <laughs> in the stadium. <laughs> so I think Commodores is cool. I like guardians municipals a lot or I'm not guardians. Sorry. Um, 
I, I think it's viable that Guardians is a name as much as I hate it, but I do like Municipals. I think that's a cool name. Um, Guardians, I hate, as I've said. The other one that I've seen thrown out there, somebody on Twitter saw that somebody put in a trademark request for Citizens. Like somewhere out there, there's like somebody thinks that we could be the Cleveland Citizens. And I swear to God, if that's the name, I, I, I may have to disassociate from this team. Like there's just, I don't know if I could do it. Would that be worse than like a rock and roll name to you? Yes. I think that would be, I think actually think that might be the worst possible option. That's so bad. It's really bad. That's it's so like really, it's like, it's, it's, it's really bad because of what they're changing their name from. It's almost as if they're doing it as like a mockery of like, oh, well, you thought like Indians was so offensive. Well, now we're just the citizens. Or, or, or not like, even like oh, that. Christ. That's super But it wouldn't bland. even be like vindictive. It would be like, we're all one. You know, like we're all in this together, Cleveland. It would be so pandering. And I, yeah. I ugh, yeah. It, yeah. So please, God, no. But I, the Munis, I, there's a lot of history there with the stadium and stuff. I think that's super cool. Um, but I do think Guardians, unfortunately, is like very viable. Um, I, we may have to mentally prepare for that. Uh, and then, of course, my number one is spiders. I I, I do think nice. Buckeyes is like off the table because I just don't see them doing it with like Ohio State ha- owning that name basically now. But I could be wrong. But spiders is just I, it's got everything. It's got the history to the city. It's a cool, unique name. How could anybody really get that upset about it when it's got actual history that predates the Indians? Like. You're kind of an. You actually have quite a few options that predate the actual Indians, so no one can really mm-hmm. get that pissed about it. If you're like, we're going to go even further back into our history and pick a name that goes even further into Cleveland baseball history and has a deeper connection, that's kind of like their only play here, I think. Or the the rocket. I'm I'm just like so nervous that they're going to do a, a rock and roll thing. <sighs> Like I think, I think deep down they're like, oh, it happening. will get young people. It will like we can do a bunch of music tie-ins. We can like make money doing X, Y, and Z, and like, I just I think we become a. I mean, I don't think we become like a total joke, but I think it'd be like it would be very minor league of us to, like, lean so heavily into. I mean, Cleveland Rockers. It doesn't sound bad. It's just stupid. Like it's not it's not a bad sounding name. It's not like Cleveland Citizens where it's so bland. You're just you're falling asleep. It sounds cool, but it's just I don't know. It's just it's stupid. You know what would be real nasty would be if they went with like a rock and roll theme and the mascot was the guardian playing a guitar. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh mentally God. prepare yourselves. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. And then they do like every week. Citizens, I refuse. Citizens Night. Oh, <laughs> every week. God. I mean, I don't know. It's. It's. I, I'm very excited. I mean, I, is there any timetable on when they said they would announce it? I know this year they're playing the whole year as the Indians. No, from what I read, it sounds like, and this is pure speculation, that maybe we could have some kind of better idea by like July or August, but I, take their time. I don't think that they've 
they're going to take their time. They're going to talk to all the parties. You know, they're going to. That's that's all they've said. Yeah, I've gotten a couple of surveys as a as a season ticket holder on a couple of different topics uh, along with this. Could you submit and, a name? Uh, no, not yet. At least I wasn't able to. Um, you know, maybe there was another survey that was out there. The sur- uh, the survey that I got was uh, very just kind of basic. Uh, you know, how how do you feel about the name? You know, is it right? And it was kind of you know, do you think it's this is the right move type of thing? So nothing as far as potential new names or uh, mocks up mockups of logos. You know, being shown to parties to vote on yet hopefully and if it does come out I'll, I'll... if there's anything that billionaires have taught us other than like elon musk they're the most boring inside the box thinkers ever right. and that's just that's what makes me so nervous like i'm super excited about it but i'm also just like trying to tamper my expectations because i know that they're the people who are going to make the final decision are super boring human beings who don't like excitement or joy. And they're going to base everything based off of how much they can make off the merchandise, uh, how much it won't offend people. Um, and uh, just like a thousand other variables that w- will result in it being something that's just very, ugh, probably. And I've heard a bunch of people say, Oh, I'm afraid of spoilers. If they change the name, I'm, I can't be a fan. Although on the same Which, on the same side or on the other side of that coin, I, I would say that's the name that I I hear the most as being an option. Like that's the one that most people. I, gravitate it seems towards to be like it seems to be trending the most on betting sites, on you know informal polls on Twitter and Facebook. That seems to be the one with the most traction. What scares me is that there is an option. I would say there's even like maybe a couple options. Like Buckeyes, I think, is still in the in the fray. Um, there are options that are staring them right in the face that are good choices. I Like yeah. Forest Cities, uh, the uh, Spiders, the Buckeyes. Like these are cool names that have legit connections to the, to the history of baseball in the city. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. just scares me that they're going to go with like what's cool now. And... Or, or what used to be cool, like with rock music, you know, like rock and roll, you know. I've th- I've seen people be like the Cleveland Moon Dogs because you know that was the that that, had <laughs> that mascot is an abomination. Grammar for life, baby. <laughs> don't get don't get yeah, Steve don't, and I started hey, on hey, our hey, hatred it, of Moon Dogs. It would dog, be amazing the if they went the with the, it'd be amazing if they went with the Cleveland Whammers. Oh my god! I would. Well, if there's a mascot, my that, mind. I wish. If there's a mascot that deserves a a, uh, a rebirth, it's Whammer. Yeah, yeah I agree. For those who aren't familiar... The what? The size. The size. You know what? I was actually thinking the about size? that today when I was looking at yeah, Cy Young. Cy Young. Oh. Wasn't he like a dirtbag, though? I don't think They were so. all dirtbags in the 1800s. No, maybe, maybe I'm thinking of something about it. They all were sleazy. No, I'm like a little, you know, a little grimy. No, yeah, Ty Cobb. Was, I don't know if, I don't yeah, know if there's Cobb. any dirt on Cy Young. I'm just being very generalistic but you're here. I have no idea. Um, but I think... And, and yeah, good. I know he was... Cy Young was nicknamed Cyclone. And I was kind of like, well, that's a little bit better than Cy. Plus, Major League Baseball might be like, you can't name it. Your team after Cy Young because we have an award, but 
he'd be a cool guy to uh yeah to yeah honor that's cool yeah in some capacity <sighs> spiders there you go boom and then dude i wanted to yeah. be a spider so bad this is so easy. There's already. I know it's the, that's the problem. And the merch that I'm seeing floating around. I've seen some and, incredible you know, mock-ups. mock-ups. Yeah, oh. I've seen some of these jersey mock-ups that incorporate like the red uh, hint uh, as like a nod to the old Indians. At that point, it would be old Indians colors yeah. with like red and black and gray. Oh my god! There's some really great. Yeah, and you do spiders oh, in the god. same like Indian script, basically, so you can like keep that element, but you do it as spiders. It looks. Killer. It looks really good. And the way Jersey doesn't need to change for, well, any of these names, but. I mean, yeah. But you, yeah, you can still keep the gray. Well, <laughs> it is gray. Um, yeah. It's gray, and you could just totally make that black or black with like a red outline. That'd be, I think that'd look yeah. dope. Also, I'm trying to think, and I may be wrong on this. Okay, the Rockies and the Diamondbacks have black. It's a major element of the Rockies, obviously. Marlins have Marlins black. are now like mostly, yeah, they, they've gone Giants. completely. Giants. Giants. Who, White Sox White are Sox black, are and, black white. and white. Um, who else? Yankees. Well, who else uses? No, that's a Navy. That's, that's Navy. a Navy blue. Yeah. What, what, oh, it let's is? just say we would get away. Yeah, we would dark, get away yeah. from the red, white, and blue that encompasses like two thirds of major league baseball. Right. Exactly. Who uses, okay. So black and if we, if you went like black, gray and red, the closest equivalent would be like the white socks actually. Cause they use that. They do use red occasionally. Um, yeah. As the retros giants with the black and orange. And then the dime or the diamond back. Man, they're a little they diamond backs. Kind of, that's kind of like a, like a wine, Wine colored red, yeah. Blue. yeah, and then I'm sure we're forgetting a team or two in the mix here. Um, but I, I would say you could even, and it doesn't have to be the black and gray, I mean, it doesn't have to be that, but like you could incorporate like the red and maybe like maybe blue in there, you could do something to like really set it apart. But yeah, I don't know, man, yeah, I, I, I just think it's like there is no better option, it's just it's right there, and like. That's the scary thing. So it's, I, I do think I do think merchandise will have to come into some level of the choice too. And as we're describing, that's this, what makes me it, nervous with the uh, Rockers. Yeah, yeah, I think that does have a little bit of legs, especially with like an older generation. Which kill me, people. Just it's so bad. The Rockers is so bad. Just like I would not call them that. <laughs> Embrace that. I, I I would not. No, do that. like it worked for the WNBA team. Like it was perfect. And that's not to you know come off as misogynistic at all. Well, uh, well, I mean, it, like it, it worked. It worked for them. Yeah. And like it's not. It's it just doesn't work for baseball. I feel no. It doesn't. You know? It. I, I like. There I are mean, some names that work better. The Nashville for Sound. Other, right. That's that's close to a rock and roll name that I could get on board with, but that's a you know triple A minor league baseball team. There are some baseball is like baseball is a sport that doesn't work with the weird names. It's like like we were saying, it's like not on the no, profession, just, not on the major, on major league, league level. It has to be, it has to reflect like that like history of the of of the sport. You know, it's not you know yeah. they, they can't be like the 
you know, goof. It can't really be like a goofball name. It just doesn't feel right. You know, any of these, like even even like teams like the Diamondbacks and like Rays, it took a while to get used to. Where it's like, yeah, I guess. Like the Devil Rays, when I look at I and I love that freaking logo and name, but like the Devil Rays is a bizarre Major League Baseball name. That is strange. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. The Rays fits pretty well now. And that's why they rebranded, I think, because like it's a, it was just too weird. And right, the Diamondbacks are even like a little bit strange, I would say, like especially now with like their look. But thankfully, they've toned it. They down. did like eliminate a lot of that gradient and like bizarre stuff, which actually I think it looks pretty good. Um, Those pants with the the reds creeping up from the bottom of the pant was weird. When they were going with like the full, they I think some somebody at one point did all the different uniform combinations for them when they were like at their peak of bizarre color scheme and stuff, and it was like fifty some different like combinations bordering on Oregon. (laughs) Yeah, it was really X level. It was so strange. It was like, well, you could wear this hat with this gradient and like this jersey. It was so weird. Okay. Oh, um, but yeah, so I don't know. I would say it I would say our consensus is uh spiders one, one A is Buckeyes, and then it's just like a whole bunch of weird stuff that none of us are all that fond of, but like we could live with. Right? Fantastic Wranglers. The Wolf Tat <laughs> I dude. Like they come out and say that's the name. <laughs> I will do whatever you say for the rest of my life. <laughs> like you will be if my I'm spiritual gonna be guide. Right on some bizarre thing in my life. I don't want it to be that the name of this team is becoming the Wolf Tastic Wranglers. I will. I will. Do- well, what a thing! <laughs> but what a thing to be right on. I wouldn't That's feel true. good about it. I definitely wouldn't feel good about it. <laughs> no. It's like when Vegas rebranded in the 90s as like a family-friendly place, and they were like, oh, we're going all in on getting families to the ballpark. We're going to have puppy adoptions. We're going to have like a petting area with bring your pets to, to the park. Like that's all it's going to be focused on. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. Oh, it's sick. Well, and then they'll, do a, they'll be like, oh, we can cross promote and like, Wranglers could be like the sole gene sponsor of the of the Cleveland oh. baseball team, and then it's like they're <laughs> selling so Wrangler jeans with like dogs all over them, <laughs> or they go really, really weirdo, and they actually wear Wrangler jeans as part of the uniform, <laughs> kind of like the White Sox wore shorts, just like these like real tight. Like Wrangler jeans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say they have the dogs wear Wrangler jeans, like the dog masks. No, no. I mean, obviously that too. I'm, I got, I, I got like it's a imagery complete, of like George Costanza in the in the cotton jersey, complete denim jersey, and like, it's a, the whole jersey's denim. Uh, I'm imagining Terry Franklin with like a tucked in. Uh, Jersey with his denim jeans. Yeah, right. I don't think Terry Franklin is worn a tuxedo, jersey. if you will. Yes. Yes. I don't. I don't think Terry Francona's worn a jersey in like ten years. He only wears that pullover. Never. I thought oh, you're it, right. It's like there's a. I thought you had there, to. There's, there's a, a t-shirt. You had to wear the jersey, but you do technically. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. So. I think since they started putting the numbers on those like uh, warm ups. Oh yeah. Because like on some of the sleeves, like you would you could see his jersey number. I think they as if that's uh, ever they started getting a little bit more relaxed. As if that was ever anything that needed to be known. It's like, <laughs> yeah, but there's been a lot of, there's a lot of managers going after that Tito look now. Where oh, they yeah, wear they wear the like the, the three-quarter or... sleeve, like, warm-ups. Yeah. It's yeah. all about that comfort, baby. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of. 
Because you gotta you gotta be ready at a moment's notice to walk to the bull walk to the mound to get that. Yeah, you gotta walk right slowly to the mound. Right. Yeah. Or you, you wear, raise your arm. Raise that. Raise, raise that arm. arm. Or these days, uh, you're raising the arm, and then you got like your notepad and like you got your scorecard kind of thing in your hand because like you got all yeah. your matchups and stuff. When you make your like 28 uh, pitching change in the fifth inning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, Mr. Fun. Umpire, Mr. <laughs> umpire over here. We need a. We need a. Uh, we need a. A challenge on that that play. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Or uh, you know. There no no one's running out to argue anymore, which is which is another thing I hate that baseball. No, because it's like an automatic ejection these days. God. Yep. Sick. Ron Garden hired that's why he retired. Got out at the right time. Yep. Yeah. All right. That seals this up. Uh I hope to God this was uh indicative of how things roll out. Uh, but I have a feeling I have, I almost have a feeling that none of the names we pick, it's going to be like some pardon the uh, pun uh, out of left field or pardon the expression out of left field um, thing where it's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like that'll the be plunks. like the plunks. <laughs> Eric Plunk donated like $50 million <laughs> to the team. I don't know. <laughs> Double doinks. Any, uh, God, Cody Parker uh, got out of Dodge with the Browns. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, well, Godspeed to whatever this name is going to be, but hopefully it's spiders and uh, we'll, we'll be doing a fun uh, recap when that eventually happens. So, all right, that seals it up for our, uh, our wishful thinking on uh, the future of this franchise. So Pray to whatever God you have that it's not a rock and roll related team name. Um, I don't care what you really want it to be. Just don't make, just make sure it's not that. Uh, and we will be following up, uh, hopefully with some good news on this uh, later in 2021. We'll see you guys later. Later.